In our Business Art South Africa podcast, we focus on the Absa Atelier, an art competition that is one of Africa's most prestigious art competitions. The competition, which has been running for 35 years this year, is hosted annually by Absa in partnership with the South African National Association for the Visual Arts, SANAVA. We chat to Dr. Paul Bayless, who's the Senior Specialist Art Curator at APSA Group, Prof. Runet Kruger, who is the Head of the Department of Fine and Studio Arts at the Tuana University of Technology, and the APSA Atelier Gerard Sokoto Award winner, Poko Nyakong. My name is Sam Marshall. Thank you very much for your time. I think we'll start with Dr. Bayless and Prof. Kruger. It would be remiss of us not to mention COVID-19 and the impact personally and professionally. Could both of you just reflect on Absolute the competition? Thank you, Sam. Yes, it it has been challenging. And I think like uh, many things that were planned pre-COVID, Unfortunately, in um, 2020, just before the, you know, with the outbreak of the COVID pandemic, we were required to cancel the competition last year. But that does also allow us an opportunity to go back to the drawing board and to say, how do we address it and um, restructure the competition in terms of under under COVID. And it did allow us to do that, where you know, we, through the use of technology and so on we've been able to re-engineer the Absolutelier and um, run it for the 35th year this year in partnership with, with our partner, Sonava. And the, w- the one change we've brought onto it is that the entire competition is now being run virtually and digitally. That's from um, artists being able to upload the entries through to the adjudication and to the award announcement of the winners later on this year. And the beauty of that is that any artist, as long as they have access to a cell phone or the um, computer and the internet, can now enter the Absolutelier. Prof, how do you reflect on this time personally and professionally? Thanks, Sam. Um, So for me, the the value of the competition personally and professionally in, in the time of COVID um, personally, as the head of an academic department, the Fine and Studio Arts at UT, I must say it was one of the proudest moments of my life uh, seeing Nkintani and Poco win the competition um, and the Harat Sakota Prize in 2019 just before COVID. Because to me, it means everything when, when young artists and students take their place in the industry and are recognized for their talent. So in this sense, there isn't a difference uh, between the personal and the professional for me. Um, from a Sonava perspective, um, it's equally gratifying to know that the, our partnership with APSA over the years has created a platform for young uh, creatives to be recognized and to have their careers really kick-started in a very real way through the competition and its initiatives. I think that it's really rewarding that despite the pandemic, this partnership has once more made it possible to enable support um, and reward young talent. At some point, um, Prof. Kruger, I want to have a chat to you about this fantastic partnership that Sanava has managed to um, grow with ABSA. But let me bring Poka into this conversation. I mean, you're an actual winner. And, you know, you're an, uh, awarded the most promising emerging South African artist between the age of 25 and 35. How do you reflect personally and professionally on this black swan moment? 
just like everyone else, you know, you, you know, I'm not exempted from the anxiety and the frustrations of like uh, the pandemic and 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 all manner of you know disruptions. How, however, you know, it's it's you know, winning a, a a competition and getting the recognition will always be something that stays with you forever. I must say honestly that it has always stayed with me and, and you know, lucky enough for me, you know, I know not everyone has been able to kind of advance in their in their, you know, respective uh, chosen fields. But for me, lucky enough, you know, I've had some progression and some kind of, you know, good fortune to still be able to you know, to 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 access some funds, exhibitions here and there, you know, even, you know, get a studio to work in. So, so I mean, you know, I, I must say I'm one of those people who always say, say that, like, you know, without a doubt, like the, the pandemic has brought on, like, many varying kinds of um, fortunes for people. And, and for me, that's how I reflect that, you know, yes, I sympathize with those who have really been, you know, uh, 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 you know, disrupted or, or, or even like, uh, uh, gotten a heavy blow from the from the pandemic. But myself, you know, I, I've somehow survived miraculously. I, I don't know how. And, and again, going back to the award itself, it's, it's, it's always kind of like the biggest, you know, thing in my life, even currently, you know, to a point where I, I'm like, you know, for instance, I'm, I still have a chance to go on residency. So those are some of the silver line silver linings that one can always look uh, look forward to. Dr. Bayless, the absolute art competition for me now, especially in the time that we find ourselves, is almost a beacon of hope in a very dark time. Talk to me about ABSA and as an organization, the role you think it has to play now especially as the economy, as various industries have been decimated. What role do you think APSA as an organization, but also as the, as the main body in this competition, must play at this time in our, our space? Such an important question you've raised there. Um, and yes, the arts, uh, you know, and, art, and artists, you know, in South Africa and across the continent have been so hugely negatively impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. And one of the things that we as APSA and with our partners in ARBA that we are looking at is how do we continue to support the artists? How do we continue to celebrate the rich talent that we have? And that's one of the things about the, the APSA Latelier. It is there to identify, it's there to nurture, and it's there to celebrate the rich artistic talent that we have on this continent. And it's, it's and as you say, it's, it goes beyond just just a competition because for the artists that yes, in any competition there has to ultimately be a winner that comes out in the end. But in terms of the latelier, and to you know, we will continue to work with as many of the artists that enter it through um, the APSA Gallery, which is in downtown Joburg in terms of how we leverage and to a number of other sponsorship properties, given those artists that come through the Latelier platform in terms of collaborative exhibitions and so on, on these various initiatives and platforms that we as APSA do support. So the Latelier is there and really forms a basis in terms of saying to artists, 
We're looking for you. We want you to come forward. We want you to throw your hat into the ring. We want you to enter it. Because by entering the competition, we know that you exist. We know that you're out there. And it's one way for you to actually put your hand up and say, I'm here, recognize me for the talent that, that I'm bringing. And that's what the Latelier is about. And it's, we continue to work with those artists year, year upon year. And, you know, we've been running for 35 years. And over the, the, the years, we've had a number of entrants, winners coming through. And we still, as Absence and Alba, maintain those relationships with them. And I think it's, as you've mentioned, during this time of COVID, it's important to recognize it and say to, say to the artists that we will, as a collective, get through this together. Maybe as a follow-up question before I move on to Prof. Kruger, Doctor, you've been at the helm of various art aspects within Absa since 2011. You've been there pre-COVID, during COVID, and we pray that you'll be there post-COVID. How have you seen these conversations change? Because you hear Polka saying that I, I'm fortunate that I've been able to through some ways and means, been able to survive, but I know that my, there are many peers within the industry that's suffering. I mean, as somebody who's con deeply connected to, to art and have worked with emerging artists and you know what a competition like this can mean for somebody, how do you deal with the emotional trauma of it all that you know for a fact that the industry is hemorrhaging? It's difficult. It's, you know, because... You know, in the industry, you have relationships with with individual artists, and you can see how they've all been affected by the pandemic. But that's one of the reasons why we then, as as APSA and with our partners um, on the APSA Latelier, when when the when the competition was cancelled last year, that we didn't then just sit back and say, "Well, we're going to wait for this phase to." to actually pass or whatever. How do we take ownership of our situation? And whether the, if the pandemic is there or not, how do we continue to run the competition? So how do we use it more smarter, cleverer, and use the advances in technology, technology into the, into the latelier? And that's the one thing we, we have there, we've done. So the latelier will continue. Um, and we will continue to, encourage artists to enter it, celebrate them, and then profile them through it. And technology allows that. One of the prizes that is up for grabs, you know, in the Latelier is a collaborative exhibition and um, a solo exhibition that the artist then can take up with the Upsa Gallery at a later stage. If we're still under lockdown or restricted by COVID, we can still run those, run those exhibitions through a virtual platform, run them digitally. The, the positives out of that, it's maybe it's not quite the same as being within a gallery and experiencing it, but at the same time, at running it through a virtual platform, it opens it up to a much wider audience than it would be geographically located in the, um, the vicinity where that exhibition would be taking place. So you can also then broaden the scope and get get the brand of the artist to a much wider audience. So it's, it's how do we remain innovative? How do we remain proactive? And how do we use the strength of our various partners and, and with the artists to say, we will, we, we will continue doing what we're doing and we will continue to support and celebrate the work, the great work that yourselves are doing. 
Prof, obviously Sanava must have had a very strong um, reaction to the the struggle of the industry in this current moment. What role do you think the organization should play in reimagining the industry? Because to Dr. Bayless's point, technology is prior to COVID something that we thought needed to sit in a particular space, a particular place. Yeah, we have seen massive improvements in technology. So how do you as an organization, and I know you're the vice of the South African National Association for the Visual Arts, how do you reimagine this industry now? So, um, yes, linking to what Dr. Bayless has said, um, Sonova is an umbrella organization, um, so, so we're quite widespread with, with many associations and organizations linked through us. So we were in a position to see um, the impact, you know, quite broadly, um, nationally and even internationally, um, with the impact that it has had on our ability to send um, our artists to the Cité um, International in Paris. Um, and as has happened uh, globally, and, and not just in South Africa, uh, as an arts organization, we witnessed the impact of the pandemic on artists' ability to make a living, uh, participate in, in, in shows, um, and it negatively impacted on, on human interaction and even artists' ability to make the art to begin with. Um, I think that is not something that is as often talked about, really. Um, but we've, we we have remained committed to supporting the arts, and as Dr. Bayless has said, you know we need to be agile. Um, and I think that the, the 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 pandemic has really reminded us that as artists, uh, we are at the forefront of of, of being able to adapt and, and reimagine the the world in a new way. And so COVID has really forced our hand uh, to a certain extent. Um, uh, but really this agility of an artist to be able to adapt, uh, we have moved online. Um, in terms of links with APSA, for instance, how we've imagined uh, changes and realized changes, we are in a position to link the winners of the competition with their, with their mentors in the art world. Um, and so these mentors will interact with the, with the, with the winners uh, digitally, um, and you know they will. It will cover areas. The master classes will cover areas such as building an art portfolio, developing online exhibition, and so on. So, really, the the platforms have changed uh, drastically. Um, we've had to adapt ourselves as an organisation. We've witnessed the artists having to adapt, and now as a competition, we're adapting to to make every process of this online. And I think, as Dr. Bellis has said, we should also see the positive in this, in, in, in that it really um, increases the footprint you know, of any individual artist and in any organization. And um, it has helped us to, to become a bit more aware of ourselves as role players on a, on a global stage. And when I say ourselves, I'm, I'm speaking of us as human beings. And so the, the same is true of artists can really reimagine and recast themselves as, as members of a, of, of a global, um, you know, uh, uh, conglomeration of artists, really. Dr. Bayless, the theme this year calls on entrance to be fearless, to act. Talk to me about the theme and, and why the act of art. So what we're doing this year is we are asking the artists to act in terms of their art, the act of art. And what we mean by this is we are asking all the creatives across the continent to really 
act on act on their voice, to act on their their rights, to act on their freedom, to act on their instinct, their potential, and to through that acting give it a visual representation because that is what artists do. They are, they are able to through that passion almost bring to the forefront and to visually represent who they are in society, in community, to visually represent what is going on around them and to use their voice through their art. So that is what we are asking each of our artists to do in terms of entering this year's Absolutalia. And through that, we're asking them to reimagine their futures and to bring their possibility to life. Prof, just to maybe get your reaction to what Dr. Bayless is saying around what this theme means, but also I think it's quite a, a very deliberate message to artists, but also to all citizens, that we in actual fact we have to be fearless. Sure. The, the theme being the act of art, uh, for me, uh, the magic in this theme lies in the word act. Um, I think that's a, a very deliberate and the uh, um, you know, a careful uh, choice of word uh, because creating art is already an act of transforming the world we live in. Um, you know, making art is not just a, a kind of a pastime where pretty pictures are made. It's an act of transformation. Um, and this transformation happens through creating a broader understanding of, of human lives and conditions, such as, for instance, Poco's own exploration of gender identity. So through such explorations, artists help, um, you know, they, they, they themselves come to a better understanding of the world we live in and, and they help others to, to gain insights that they, they would not otherwise have been um, privy to. Um, so art can humanize the so-called other uh, through creating an understanding. Uh, but art can also uh, create a vivid image of how life can be better. So um, it can show us a transformed world in, in images, as, as Paul has mentioned, um, and show us a world that is conducive to human flourishing, really, which is a, a, a little bit opposite to, to the world that, that we currently have and that COVID has so clearly um, you know, emphasized and, and clarified for us. So this uh, act of art um, is really a, an extremely relevant and exciting uh, theme. And yeah, it, it emphasizes what it is that artists can do and do do. Yeah, and talking about artists, Polka, this is where we, we bring into this conversation because I think you're quite fearless because you your entire schedule has been disrupted, but you are planning a tour this year. What is What is that the act of art mean to you as an artist? Yeah, thanks for that, Sam. Uh, the, the art of, and again, like Prof Kruger said, that um, I think that the, the magic word here is, is, is the act, you know. Uh, and again, of course, you know, you don't just like, you know, wake up one day and sort of like, you know, feather with uh, materials and, and stuff. But for myself, it's, it's, um, the driving force is the, you know, is is that thing that once you know you've chosen a path, you know, there's there's very little time to look back. You know, especially in a time when people are, are really like you know anxious to find themselves in the world and and to place themselves. So, I think for me, it's, it's really simple. You know, it's not simplistic, but it's simple to to root myself in in the the act of making. And once you've, you know, embarked on the act of making, 
then you know you you there has to be a you know sort of a a compass that you know has to take you somewhere so so once you know i i was you know kind of like you know honored and you know uh, given the the the, the prize of of the gerasekoto i i always knew that like from there on you know they can only uh, they can only be you know the way up you know i can't go back so 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 the fact that i can't go back but only for what means that then i on myself not galleries or curators or absa or sanava whatever but i myself you know need to then make decisions to really take this thing forward and take it up a notch so so everything that i've been doing so far is is based on that you know the act of determination to keep on just like making work and work that speaks to me so of course making work will always have to go with publishing the work you know one can't just be sitting in a studio and like painting away you know without any real clear sort of like um a motive or a drive to take your your work to the world so so for me simply the the, the fact that i i need to make work and then i need to put my work out there so even even when you know you facing challenges such as or your work might you, you know you might not be able to go to a residency you might not be able to have the show but also on the other side you 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 as a person need to be resourceful enough to know which buttons to press either in the industry itself through your networks through people that you know through friendships through professional you know uh, 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 connections that you've built but also through the act of making again so so i i was always like that you know that you know from here on i'm i'm just going to keep looking for opportunities but then i can't be looking for opportunities without making serious work the work needs to go with you know what you actually thinking about you know i can't just be thinking of this high standards when the work itself remains on a, on, on a flat level so 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 i think you know i hope i'm answering your question then that look for me it's always been the fact that like uh, after I, I, I was lucky enough to go that there was i was just always going to go forward and 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 you know recently i've been trying to reach out as much as i can you know to people that i know overseas curators institutions you know on on my own mind you you know but also trying to work with other young artists to sort of like always be brainstorming and working on uh, proposals teaching i also have a passion for teaching so i've been lucky enough to also now and again be teaching part time here at UCT you know so 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 that also contributes to your growth uh, as an artist you know because you learn from people people learn from you so so i think that has been important in having this outlook that you know i want to take my work to the world so so yeah i think that that there has been really sustaining for my for my relevance yeah. to myself as an artist yeah i'm sure that uh, prof kruger and dr bailis is smiling because this is actually what the project is meant to do for artists to absolutely be, just for yes, artists yes. to be able to think outside the box and say what can i do i've now got this platform this platform is not mm-hmm. everything so i've got to do more with it so i'm sure they're both smiling um dr bailis you know when it comes to reimagining something i mean that's not a small feat on any level especially something as well established as the absolutely a competition 
tell me the amount of sleepless nights um, you as a team had to reimagine this competition to to use the aspects of technology to find the that to, the value proposition um, is still the, the, the same in many aspects, but it has also shifted. And and you talked a little bit earlier about some of the things that you needed to bring in in this reimagination of of this competition, but was it a nightmare to rethink repurpose this competition to fit for a time that's so uncertain and then what were some of those aspects that you brought into the competition that future proves this converse, uh, this competition thank you sam and that's i still got hair it's probably just a bit more grayer than what it was a few <laughs> months ago so <laughs> but yes um and it's you know it's a fantastic partnership and a fantastic team that we have working on this. Um, and as soon as COVID struck, we did go back to the drawing board and say, how do we um, re-envisage what we're doing? But at the same time, how do we maintain the, the principles and the ethos of the competition? And Poker really touched on that in terms of how do you use this as a platform to then take your career forward? So one of the things that we looked at was, was the prizes because the residencies weren't possible um, under COVID. So we went back to the drawing board and said, how do we continue to empower the artists, give them the necessary skills, and allow them to, to build their brand and take their careers forward? So if I can just briefly run through what is up for grabs in this year's competition, and maybe just to share that with yourself and the listeners. For each of the ambassadors that come through, each will be given a laptop computer. With that, they will be given access to the internet, so that they're enabling them to um, access all the online activities. We will then put them through a series of master classes with leading authorities from across the globe that will really teach them training, building relationships, how do you man build up an art portfolio, how do you market yourself, um, and giving them those necessary skills to take, take with them. From that, we then, with a leading authority within the visual arts from their respective country, who will then mentor and guide them. And the three ambassadors will then work toward, together towards a collaborative exhibition that will then open in the APSA gallery and then travel to their respective countries, building their brand both within South Africa and within the countries that they come from. Over and above that, each of the ambassadors will have an option to then take up a solar exhibition with the APSA gallery within a five-year period. So through the prize, what we've done, we've given them the necessary skills to enabling them to take their careers forward, allowing them to almost run with it by themselves um, after we've, we've put them through the training. But at the same time, we're also using the prize to build their profile, build their brand into the visual arts industry on the continent. So, you know, that's really some of the takeouts that we've had to go back to the drawing board. And as a team, we've then said this would be which we believe is in the best interest in supporting the artist, but at the same time remains true to the values and the ethos of what the Absolutelier is about. Prof Kruger, listening to Dr. Bayless talk, I know that this partnership with uh, Absa from a Sanava perspective is, is solid and growing and has been very successful. And uh, yet again, I can also hear just in kind of the thinking and the planning that 
even though APSA is such a massive organization that there's flexibility built into it. Do you think that that flexibility, the insight with, with, uh, with you as a partner is some of the reasons why this partnership has been so successful between yourselves and APSA? Um, absolutely, Sam. So, I mean, together we've had to really adapt uh, along with everyone, really, to new ways of thinking, new ways of doing, new ways of being and so on. Uh, but I think that the, 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 the success of our collaboration for such a long period of time really boils down to a question of shared values, um, especially in terms of the nurturing of young talent. Um, you know, and fostering uh, artistic careers. So both of our organizations are, are very deeply invested in that. Um, so that surely forms the backbone of our collaboration. Um, and now this 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 uh, kind of commitment can play itself out across the continent. So in partnership, um, I think we hope to enable and future-proof the winners uh, with skills that they will need to go forward um, and exposure to the industry. So um, this, as as Paul has mentioned, is not just a question of, uh, you know, a traditional art competition where a cash prize is handed to the winner, but this really comes through in a, a committed programming of the prize with, with the various um, workshops and masterclasses and so on. So really I think what we, what our organizations have in common and, and why we are working together so well is this, um, common commitment in investing in the future of, of the artists of, of the continent now uh, for the past five years or so. Final question to you, Poka. There are going to be many young artists that are, for whatever reason, going to have to internalize this conversation about whether they join, whether they don't. Um, many artists will decide not to, some will. Just in your words, how life-changing has this competition been for you as an artist? Uh, thanks for this. Uh, I, I really need to say this, that um, just uh, on Saturday, I had an interview asking the same question. It could have been nothing but life-changing. It's, it's so life-changing because also, you know, it, it's life-changing not even in terms of external things or material things, you know. But, but you know, when you work as a person, you make the work, you know, from your internal sort of like desires or impulse. So, so to get a recognition that is so prestigious, you know, definitely, it's something that already, you know, speaks to your personal sort of like uh, 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 ambitions. So, so for me, in that sense, that is how life changing it is. It's, it's not even about like what comes with the price of the. Of the of the award or what it, it's about you the person you know once you know you 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 hear that like oh you get in this recognition and again you know one should mention here that like I mean Gerard Sipoto was for many years like you know one of the pioneers of art in this country and on the continent so just to get a recognition associated with such a giant of visual arts it's life changing on its own you know. And then, of course, for myself, you know, anything else is a bonus. You know, I, I, I had always been looking forward to the residency and also the, uh, to the series of exhibitions. But, but, but definitely, you know, it's life, life changing in the, you know, in the sense that 
you all of a sudden now get this huge prestigious recognition for what you do just out of love, you know. So for young artists, that, and again, you know, at some point we we're all, you know, alike because before I entered the, the Absal Atelier, I had always had doubts, you know, I had always felt like, ah, I'm not good enough, man. I will never, ever win this, not even, you know, third place or what. But because I kept making the work, you know, the work spoke for me. So, so hence I say that like, it's highly life-changing. You can't even begin to enumerate that. It's highly life-changing in that it's about the work that you make, you know, and of course the work itself is connected to the person. So once you are told, you get a call and say, hey man, you've been, you, you know, you are being recognized for this, then, you know, already your life has changed. So, so, so I think people should go into this, you know, put them forward, they have best put forward actually and saying that like, this is about my work. Yes, you do have ambition, but you know, you can't separate ambition from hard work. You always need to be working. And once you get the recognition, you know, the, the life changing side of it, it's all about your work. It's all about your work, really. So, so that's how much my work has changed. I've managed to, you know, to now all of a sudden, you know, associate with like some of the most presti uh, prestigious galleries, curators, collectors, people that like might well have not been aware of my work had it not been for the Absal Atelier recognition. So, so I think on all fronts, you know, but mainly the personal, but on all fronts in terms of, of your career, it's really important, like in terms of how life-changing it is. With those words, Porco, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Bayless, uh, Prof. Kruger, Porco, thank you very much for your time, um, for expressing um, just kind of what this composition has been able to do over the last uh, 35 years, what this theme will mean in this current moment and why competitions of this nature with these kind of legacies attached to them are so important. So thank you very much for your time.